What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, cartoons, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, how are you? How's your week been? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, that's that's copywritten, Jack. You can't sing that. <laughs> that's I can get like a bar or two out, can I? I think yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah right. what's going on? <laughs> what's up? Uh, a few weeks ago, I talked about my buddy lending me this comic called East of West. Well, I've finished it, and it's pretty damn good, actually. Not giving anything away, but it's basically about the. Uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right, coming to bring about the end of times. And there's this big prophecy in the book about it. And essentially what happens is death splits from the other three. And so there's all kinds of drama within the family, so to speak. That sounds good, man. It's pretty good, actually. And I, I dig the art. The art is cool. It's um, it's Western, but it's futuristic. It's real. I wouldn't call it steampunk, but it's steampunky because mm-hmm. it is a blend of like future and like Western. But okay. it's pretty good read. So I'm gonna check out volume two. I love it, Chris. What's going on with you? Ah, things are going good. Can't complain. Um, still watching X Men. Still playing Red Dead Redemption. But I did buy uh, I did cop this Etrigan the Demon from McFarlane Toys. Which is well, really the day was was a day ago or something, wasn't it? It I was the fifteenth. So. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I like I don't my my real uh contact with this character has been in Justice League. We were just talked about Justice League before the show started, but he had a good a good story arc in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So it's a pretty cool sculpt and uh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Rich, what's going on with you, man? Uh, just gaming. Started playing uh, Minecraft and uh, Back for Blood, which is the full version is out. So running through that. Nice. You started playing Minecraft for the first time? Yeah. Wow. And how are you enjoying it? Uh, it sucks up hours of my time. <laughs> my neighbor's a seven-year-old kid. He's pretty great. He just had a birthday recently. Oh, I guess he's eight now. Sam. He is a Minecraft diehard, and he's petitioning me so hard to start playing the game. Uh, would yeah. you recommend it, Rich? Uh, yeah, if you're into uh, just out there survival slash uh, gathering, hunting, crafting, if that's your thing, then yeah, get into it. How old is Minecraft? It's like decade, decade and a half it is, now? Yeah, it's, it's old. It's old. It was something when I first looked at it, I'm like, I'm not going to play that. But then it was free on Game Pass, and I was like, I'm going to give it a yeah. try. You got sucked in the vortex. Oh, man, me, um, I've been just watching Squid Games, dude, and this thing is, like, destroying me. It's wrecking me, man. <laughs> it is so tense. It's the most intense thing I've watched in a long time. Jack, man, you've been talking about this for weeks, so I had to buy it and had to start reading it. I started reading Something is Killing the Children. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, that thing is fantastic. I read yeah. the first the first uh, chapter of the first volume. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's fantastic. I can I think there's no way it's not going to be a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be picked up for something. And uh, and I saw the first episode of Young Justice that dropped yesterday, which was the 16th. Uh, DC Fandom Day they dropped first two episodes of Young Justice on HBO Max and. 
it's cool, man. It's cool. I, I think I spent so much time away from it. I need to just kind of be caught up to speed on what happened, but it's, it, it's all right. It's, it's very dramatic, <laughs> but, but it's all right. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Chris, I got a question, man. What's that, Lawrence? What happens when you cross Superman with a can of soup? What do you get? What happens when you cross Superman with a can of soup? You get Superman. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> wow. You wouldn't get even fame effort. That one. <laughs> you wouldn't get soup, man. You can get soup, man. You get man. soup, right. man. You get soup, man. <laughs> yeah, Jack, that's better. I like that one better. We want to try it again? Try it with the adjusted punchline. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Chris, I got a question for you, man. Where do you cross Superman with the can of soup? What do you get, Lawrence? You get soup, man. <laughs> Rich is still not on board with this. Rich is still not even fading. It's just as bad as the first time. Is it Come just on, as bad or is it a little bit better? Yeah. It's a little bit better. Depends on the soup, man. Oh, my goodness. Yo, I think it's time to go down the street, make it right at the stop sign, turn a left at the light. That brings us to Collector's Corner. It's show and tell time. Here at Collector's Corner, we take a toy out of our toy chest, a book out of our bookshelf, and we present it to everybody. It's going to be sentimental or be worth millions of dollars. It's something precious in our collection. Who wants to go first? We talk a lot about Masters of the Universe on here, and we talk about... Uh, the new master, the, the second part of season one is coming up in November. Um, we talk about how this may or may not be the worst He-Man season, the worst He-Man inter- uh, <laughs> the series ever, depending on how part two happens. But right now, the reigning worst He-Man is New Adventures of He-Man. I rag it at all the time, Space He-Man. And today I want to show you guys my Space He-Man action figure. Yes. Wow. Look how weak and puny he was. He's, and got that. He's actually got a pretty decent build, Chris. He does, but coming from <laughs> going from He-Man, Master of the Universe He-Man, to this is like... You, just, man. you, caught, you caught him on the other end of his steroids. Like, yeah, he's, 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 he's all cycling. <laughs> and it wouldn't be complete without Slush Head. Which, oh. and, and he still has liquid in his head. So Slush Head was the second commander, second in command to flog. Who was uh he was a, a, a inept cybernetic mutant. This is a weird series. It was, it was a, a very, weird it, it was a very weird series. Very weird series. It was terrible. And I remember even thinking as a kid it was terrible, but I still got the toys because hey. He man. He <laughs> man. We had, dude. To- toys are toys, right? My show and tell item today, since we're going DC fandom, is another from my comic book collection vault. This is Joker number four. Ooh, wow. Um, okay. 1975. I got it because I dug the cover, and my lucky number is four. So I got the Joker number four. For those of you who can't see, which is just about everybody listening, mm-hmm. I'll describe the cover to you. It's got the Joker on top of a bridge. You got Green Arrow about to take a 
death shot from below, but the Joker is holding a damsel in distress high above his head. Clearly, he's been working out this version. That's of the a Joker. good shoulder press. That's a good military press. That's what I'm saying. And she doesn't look like a small lady. She's not large by any size, but she's filled out. I got a Pops Star Wars 124 Golden Yoda. Yeah. Um, well, that's pretty dope. Nothing, you know, just a little something I saw. 2019 Galactic Convention. I was not there. I think I got this out of a, a GameStop. So, yeah. Rich, you, you showed us a gold uh, Shuri a couple yeah, episodes. Yeah. So, is there like a gold line and it doesn't matter what brand or where they're from, they're just all gold? There is a gold line. Well, there's a gold line with the Shuri. Um, I'm not sure about the Yoda. There's nothing specifying how many or what, which ones I need to collect. But um, yeah, there's a gold. There's a gold line for these. Since it's DC Fandom, I decided to go grab some Batman figures about 13 years ago. I remember because I think I got this right before I got married. Um, I picked up some Batman toys, some Toys R Us from Mattel. And first up, I got this Batman figure right here, which I think is sick. I'm not the biggest fan of cloth capes, but it's dope. This one's dope because you can like drape the cloth over his shoulders, make him look all brooding. This is look one of my favorite belt. Batmans. Look, look at the, it's a pouchy belt oh, Batman from Mattel. It's uh, black and gray with the bat emblem on the chest with no yellow oval. And what is this modeled some, after? I'm not sure, but it looks like a McFarlane type Batman year two design. With it came... This Robin, which I think is dope. This Tim Drake Robin, but it's blue and black. Blue is where the green is and black is where the red is. And I think this is dope. I feel like this is the kind of Robin that would complement Batman. Where's that color scheme from? I'm not sure. With the, with the Mattel line that came out for Toys R Us, they were mixing it up with, just, you know, they came out with like a million different colors for these things and repackaging them. So these mm -hmm. came in a package together, but I don't, I've never seen this color on a Robin in the comic books before. Is um, that the one that came in the backdrop? You used to have it on your, on your windowsill? It was in a yeah, backdrop. Yeah, I think, I yeah, 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 yeah. I also had to grab this Nightwing, which I think is pretty dope. I don't dope. have it sticks with them. Okay. You know, you put Nightwing and Robin together. They could be in a band. Now look, that <laughs> looks right. That looks right. The color schemes <laughs> look right because Nightwing got the black and the blue. And then last but not least, my only Cassandra Kane Batgirl figure. Yes. Uh, she's freaking dope. The cow's fire. The cow's fire. She has the stitched cloth over where the mouth is. Uh, the pouchiest belts of them all. I mean, um, that looks like a cloth belt. So pouchy. Very pouchy. It's so pouchy. So that's that. I think it's time for the news. It's time for the news. Yo, so all you people that liked Why the Last Man, I feel really sorry for you because that joint is not coming back for a season two. Good. Rich, you say good. Have you watched everything? Yes, else? I've watched on up until last week, and it is just, I, I, I'm just like, why don't they kill this guy? Like, kill him. The showrunner is very, uh, believes in the show and is very hopeful that another network will pick them up. Who knows? They're probably saying, like, why did we agree to this? <laughs> why did we agree to this? <laughs> uh, I see what you did there, Rich. I see what you did there, Rich. Now, that should have been the joke of the day. Another thing that might be slightly newsworthy is let's check out that shirt today rich what you got on i don't know if this is exactly walking dead but um pretty much it's uh i don't have to outrun the zombies i just have to outrun you <laughs> wow and it hurts because it's true yeah 
as 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 we all know the uh, I don't know if everyone remembers the uh, the scene where Shane um kneecaps the oh. guy. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. yeah. And to be quite fair, Shane probably could have outrun that dude anyway, right? Because that dude was he was huge. <laughs> Man, Um, McFarlane Day was October 15th and McFarlane and GameStop and also his website just let out a bunch of figures, man. We got we got a a swamp thing that dropped some spawn figures, the killing joke line. Right. So the, the three jokers comic book series came out with its toys, three jokers, a Batman, a Red Hood and a Batgirl. And they were all released like a few weeks ago except for the Killing Joke Joker. That was like a Walmart exclusive, and it was very hard to get that one. And on McFarlane Day, that joint drops for pre-order. I pre-ordered that bad boy. This Killing Joke Joker is fire, so that's coming home to me. He also dropped figures for the Batman movie with Batman, Catwoman, Riddler, and the Bat Cycle. Mm-hmm. And they all look pretty. They look pretty good. Got to see him in hand. Jack doesn't like uh, Catwoman. Well, I just I don't understand how the uh, the Riddler McFarland Riddler kind of looks like a trash can bandit. <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how he looks in the movie. He, he, he does. Why you put him in a trash bag? He, <laughs> he looks, looks like, like he, he lives on the streets. Bag. That's the riddle. He might. He just might. Does he have a duct tape as an accessory? What is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's either trailer. that or a latte with a question mark in it. <laughs> well, that could be there. Because he duct tapes his victims' faces so they can't breathe. He wraps it around their face. He's like I'll the. Table looks Zola. fire, though. What looks fire? Catwoman looks fire. Oh, she does. We're talking about the toys? Yeah, 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 the toys. Are right. oh, we talking about the toys? Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 cast Will Holtler as Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock will officially make his MCU debut. And last but not least, because our whole show is pretty much news, so this news segment ends with, Chris said it earlier, Masters of the Universe Part 2 will be debuting in November. Coming up real soon, and we already got pictures because the toys they showed us a savage He-Man and an Orco. So I don't know how that plays or doesn't play, but Kevin Smith has gone on record <laughs> to say He-Man will be back. You will see He-Man fighting Skeletor doing all the damage control. Yo, I think it's time to stop all this giggling and ha-ha crap and start getting serious about who wants to be right and who wants to be wrong. Because this smells like it's time for a debate. Let's get get ready to rumble. If you can make one cartoon from your youth into a live action film, what would it be and why? I had to think about this for about 10 seconds. Easy Thundercats. 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 Do I even have to explain why? Yeah. For the sake of content. <laughs> my, my, of question content. Is, my question is, are they going to make it like they made the um the live action of Cats? The, the movie action of Cats? Remember Absolutely. that? Yeah? Yeah. How are you going to do this? You're going to have Jason Derulo's dong all over the place? I, I, well, yeah. <laughs> we got to edit that out. Yeah, I need I need dongless Thundercats in my, in my live action. <laughs> full pants. Full pants. Just dong all over <laughs> You don't swing your nunchucks, not your dong, man. <laughs> Listen, you're slowly ruining my childhood. One funny joke. <laughs> ah. 
but so uh, you, I think so. You're going cat style. I'm going cats. No, 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 no. I'm definitely first of all. No, I'm definitely not going cats. I'm going more Sounds transformers. Like we have, you know, you have. We I think we have the technology. The CGI is good enough where it won't look too cartoony. Like it's gonna look like cats. It will not look like cats. It will not look. First of all, they're not gonna be. It should. It might look like cats. They're not gonna be naked. They're not gonna be naked. They'll 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 be jacked. They'll you know, like Ninja Turtles. Like Ninja Turtles. I was thinking Thundercats too, and then I was thinking everyone's gonna say Thundercats, so I better have a backup. That's why we're first. I'm thinking Ronin Warriors. Ooh. You watch that, Rich? Yeah. I know you're the only person here that's seen that show. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Ronan Warriors. I used to wake up at f- uh, 5 a.m., 4 a.m. on Saturdays to go take the trash out when I lived up in Washington. And this show came on mad early. So I would stay up after taking the trash out, and I would watch Ronan Warriors, which is one of the sickest cartoons growing up. It's about four Ronan Warriors saving the world. And I had all the toys, too. I I'm wish looking I it up because it sounds this mad familiar, and I feel like I I know this. Holy yo, yes. Yeah. See, this came, would translate great to a live action. It came on it's so kind of randomly. Of I feel like I saw it here and there in my childhood, but never like straight through. Like Jack said, it, it, I remember seeing it. It would come out early in the morning as you're getting ready for school, and that's when I would watch it. Yeah, Dude, this, this, this is what I missed out on. Rich, what you got, bro? Gargoyles. Yes. Wow. Oh, that's yes. a good pull. Gargoyles is pretty dope, I think, with the with the advancement in technology and screen play witchery. They can make they can pull it off. <laughs> that's a good pull, Rich, man. That I think that, that show was underappreciated. That show was really, yeah. really good. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get three more. Voltron, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, that. and Legend of Zelda. Mine is a cop-out, guys. It's a big cop-out, but I don't care. I want to do He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the movie. Now, the Dolph Lundgren one was Masters of the Universe, and He-Man was sidelined in that movie. I want a movie that is like the cartoon, which focus was on He-Man. Prince Adam turning into He-Man, Cringer, Battle Cat, the whole nine. I cast The Rock, because why the heck not? He can be freaking he man. <laughs> First okay. of all, you, do you do you hear Kevin Smith? I know you're listening. Do you hear this? And uh, so what Lawrence is saying, he wants to do a he man movie starring he man. <laughs> the focus is on he man. Mind blowing. So who imagine like a live action battle cat and he man? That joint looks like futuristic and medieval at the same time. Yeah, but he'd have to be modeled off the original toy that couldn't move. on that note let's get to the main topic it's time for the main event if you're a dc fan well october 16th was your freaking birthday because that day birthed a lot of goodness my goodness (laughs) birth birth with an f Birth, birth with an birth, birth all over me, baby. <laughs> Yo, it, and it did, Chris. It did. DC fandom <laughs> birthed all over us. <laughs> From head to toe, baby. So the first thing we got, the first look of Black Adam. Mm. What are y'all yep. thinking about this one? Mm. What are y'all thinking about this one? Gangster, gangster. 
Yes. All right, all wait, let it. me see this before we all gush all over. Oh, it. you know what? Shut oh, up, Jack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but The Rock, the rock was so clear. He goes, he, he dropped an edict so hardcore, no padding on this suit, right? At all. Right? Talk At about it. At all. Now, I'll say this, though. After seeing that trailer, it looked like about as much padding as Ryan Reynolds had on his suit. That thing looks straight CGI, 90% of it. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, 30% of it. Hardcore CGI additions. <laughs> Just the cape. That's it. The cape? And no, none of that was CGI. Come on What are now. you talking about? That's like the tightest carbon fiber weave you could have pot. There is stitches built oh, into access. If we were in the same state, I would be laying a smackdown on you right now. Of <laughs> the smack four of, us, on ass. of the four of us, how many Bruh, of us We got a pic him? right here of him in front of green screen in the suit that you're Yo, saying is CGI. So the right, problem right. is this you is don't the follow the rock. You are you are just out here just just crapping on this man's games. Like what? Do you see this man's dedication? Man, nah, you're right. You do I do follow the rock. I'm a big fan of his. The rock did say prior to the trailer that the power in the DC universe has shifted. Of course, he's basically saying he is now the one. <laughs> yeah, and he grabbed the bullet like. That was dope. And then he picked his teeth with that. He he grabbed the but it was different about the way he grabbed the bullet was he grabbed the bullet like he's never seen a bullet before. Like, what's this? Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Like he took a look at it like, hmm. Yeah, but I'll say this those bullets bounce off the rock about as effortlessly as they bounce off the Batman. We know we know what oh, Jack is playing on the fandom today. Wait, hang on. Do we need to say spoiler alert for anyone who missed twenty-seven trailers that dropped in a day? I don't think we need to say spoiler alert for things that are previewing <laughs> movies. <laughs> but right. if y'all haven't seen fandom, then you're in the right place. We're gonna save you if having to watch three and a half hours worth of goodness. We should definitely go back and watch some of these trailers, especially Black Adam. What I dug so much about Black Adam was they set how dangerous this dude is. You know, like, you like, gotta keep it, in mind, Black Adam's a villain in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're going to lean into making him more like anti hero, a Venom character. He's be a hero, anti hero. I'm sure yeah. it's Slock. I kind of hope not because I feel like that trope is kind of played, and I want to see Black Adam be bad. I want to see him get adjusted yeah. to this world and tear things apart. Nah, he's already, he, he, he's a, he's. He's an anti-hero. He's he's gonna be like the dude that was enslaved. His family was destroyed, and he's out to, without mercy, kill any adversary. But he's not gonna be the villain. Um, he Which will be probably. Bad. He's a dope villain. Right, but we're not gonna watch a movie about tyrant just killing innocent people for two hours. No, <laughs> That's not anytime, really anytime slavery is involved, you have a reason. <laughs> right, so then he's an anti-hero. He's not killing in. He's 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 killing bad guys. Antihero. He's not I'm a bad People make it so much, such a big deal about slavery. People always complain about slavery. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what do you mean, whoa. you people? What do you mean, you people? Uh, it, it seemed like it was modern day, though, wasn't it? Like they had it, flashlights and stuff. So maybe this is like post Shazam one and pre Shazam two, maybe. Yeah. How he how he gets brought into this world. I love how. Even though his costume's different, the lightning bolt still matches 
Zachary Levi's. So, because mm-hmm. I was worried about that, how much do they want this movie to be on its own? Then maybe eventually they'll cross the streams if they're both successful. But the fact they made his costume look similar enough is like the plan is 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 set. The fact that in the trailer, the only thing we really hear outside of just a couple of mutterings is her go Shazam. Shazam. Like they made a point to say Shazam in the first footage. Oh, yeah. So for all you guys watching The Flash, Grant Gustin, they're, they're debuting the fact that The Flash will now have his golden boots. So, and I know it's kind of cool, man. If you watch The Flash, you saw his costume go from this is weird looking to probably the most comic accurate costume in all of like superhero moviedom. Like, it's pretty much out the comics. And the golden boots are the final touch to, like, they're saying this character has arrived. So what do you guys think about that? What do you think about costumes getting more comic accurate, even if it looks a little cartoony? Because that's, you know, that, that, that's the payoff, right? For me, it's about the texture, though, right? It's yeah. like what, what Brian Singer did with the X-Men was kind of... I understood it, but it was appalling, and there was probably a better way to have translated those costume into a realistic world, where yep. you at least had the flavor of the characters coming through instead of some weird army-esque uniformity thing. And and we're seeing it more and more and more where these comic book characters are getting – I mean, how well did Polka Dot Man work in this horrific suit, and yet it worked? There's a way to make these costumes work regardless of how bad they are. And some of it has to do with like, you know, when they gave Superman his costume with the fiber weave texture stuff. And you're like, yo, it looks like, yeah, yeah, it looked, it looked like what the comics are supposed to look like. And yet it also looked out of this world futuristic and it was cool. It had this texture that didn't take away from it, enhanced it. I feel like for my money, that's kind of the direction. See the thighs on Flash? Thighs on Flash. He, he got some thighs, boy. <laughs> Flash, if you're out there, Rich is admiring your thighs. <laughs> Careful, you just elbow. You better get knocked off as Rich's number one man crush. Oh, Ooh, boss, boss, boss. in the Lost Kingdom, man. We got a nice featurette right there. And it, it, I almost got a little worried. Here's what I like about the first one. They really expanded on Atlantis and this underwater life and all that stuff. And so I'm I'm stoked to see them continue to go in the direction they were going with some of that stuff. I'm also a little gun shy, and this happens a lot with sequels, where content is sacrificed for bigger explosions. And so I hope we don't get too far removed from developing the characters and the relationships and the plots and stuff like that, where it's like just spectacle 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 you know isn't that what happened the first one the first yes one was it is after a while yeah yes it was a lot jammed in the first one yeah the octopus playing guitar um drums they, that joint was like just like just like real life <laughs> that that movie was everything you could put in an aquaman movie they threw into the first one it so was what, how are you gonna make the second one bigger or better throw even more at it more money I mean, is, isn't that kind of the trope that they always say this is the biggest we throw more and more they always say that for every sequel so yeah they do but that's and that's what often doesn't work about sequels i think aquaman 2 is going to be dope because the first one was ridiculous it was. they just keep going with it being ridiculous like there wasn't that much story there it's i don't want this it's your birthright your brother wants it instead of you fight 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 this one the brother comes back maybe 
I want this. They just need to make it as ludicrous as possible. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy underwater. Like, just go crazy with it. Yeah. I mean, Jason Momoa, whatever he's doing is going to be fun. The guy sells it. My man. That's all he got to yeah. do the whole time. Yeah. It's true. It's true. We got a picture of Black Manta in costume. Looking dope. Looking dope. He does. But it's looking real rubbery muscle. And I thought it's we got to be, it's supposed, be a, it's supposed to be a wetsuit. Yeah, I mean, you know. But the muscles look like they were like a Batman suit. 89 Batman? Look a little 89 Batman. Yeah, I give Speaking that Speaking of you. 89 Batman, which is obviously the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman. Rich. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't read that yet, um, not to diverge too far from the talking point, but since you You've brought it up. You've diverged the whole way from the talking point. All right, so then ahead. I'll continue on this divergence. Um, anyone who hasn't read the uh, Batman 89, which, uh, again, that's the uh, Michael Keaton, Tim, Tim Burton, Batman. Rich, Rich. Rich. Yo, you can only get away with that one time. One yeah. time an episode. Well, only one an episode, guys. Right. Come are on. You the, Rich, did they do the same joke back right. to back? Like, back to back. Like, wow. Wait. <laughs> anyway, the have faith. Batman. It'll be funny the third time. No, well, <laughs> probably going to cut it out anyway. Let's go. What are you saying, right, Jay? Anyways, for those of you who haven't read it, uh, you can read it for free online. So when DC Fandom hit, if you sign up, there's a plethora of like a hundred comic book titles you can read for free. Year one is on there. Oh, very cool. Uh, and Batman '89, which is the uh, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman. Rich. They're gonna keep milking that cow, Rich. They, they ain't really no milking. They ain't no <laughs> milking that teeth. They gonna keep powder. pouring on that sucker. Just powder coming out. This just point. powder coming out. But they gonna keep on milking it. Powder comes out. Add water. Let's go. Just add water. <laughs> Push it out there. <laughs> may, may I just add to Aquaman? Um, yes, please. A problem that I had: the fact that he was bulletproof, which he is, but he also has tattoos. How did that work? Oh, reasons. Mm. Reasons. Mm. Is. Reasons. Mm. Rich, what if it's just a really beautiful birthmark? Like, this is all just a birthmark. <laughs> like, it's that an Atlantean birthmark. Just... And the other ones don't have them? Yeah, you know. Milestone Media came to play, guys. Came yes, to they did. Play. Yeah. That was dope. I'm excited. We got to support this content. You know, it comes from a place where, you know, it, we, it, it, things are becoming more and more diverse. But uh, whenever something comes out, I think Jack always says it. We, you know, whenever we see his content, we have to support it. We want to get more. We're getting a Static Shock movie, live action movie, which is like crazy. We're getting a Milestone Universe animated film mm. with all the heroes in it, which is unheard of. And they're doing a fellowship for any aspiring writer that wants to write comics or whatever, they can apply. So yeah. like they're they're turning this whole thing into like a, a movement. You know that looks familiar. I was looking at the um the Static Shock um design, mm -hmm. and I followed this dude on um on Instagram. He's pretty good, Nicholas uh, Draper Ivy. I've been following him for quite some time. He's, his artwork is pretty dope. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Yep. Didn't we see? I mean, graphics so good are so good nowadays i assume what we saw is probably pretty similar to like the way god of war cuts between the the cinema graphics and the gameplay graphics are pretty much the same 
right. didn't feel like because gameplay uh, cinema graphics are so crazy nowadays. I feel like if there was that much of a distinction between that and the gameplay, they would have looked better. Mm-hmm. It looks good. What, what they showed yeah. it was good. It was I, funny. I it was entertaining. Thought, yeah, I don't know that I thought it looked good though. I thought it looked it looked good, but I was like, wait, what is the story though? They're take what their selling point in the in, in that trailer was the Suicide Squad is taking on the Justice League. Sorry, what? Yeah, this Justice League gets affected by something. They're under some spell, and I think and then they have to like knock them out of it and stuff like that. Same, they did the same trope in Young Justice. That happened once yeah. in Young Justice season two. So I mean, it's a it's a common trope, but it, it might it'll be fun to play and like be fun to be some be Suicide Squad guys and take out you know fight the Justice League. But it's also kind of not plausible though. I mean, unless Superman's got his own mental game where his subconscious is trying to hold him back. That is true. <laughs> I don't know how the Suicide Squad takes down Superman. And that's what I think makes it a fun game. You do have yes. this impossible task, um, which makes it fun gameplay. Hopefully it makes it fun gameplay. Yo, the thing, one of the things I was the most excited about was freaking Peacemaker. Dude. <laughs> Hey. Can we talk about this freaking trailer? <laughs> I watched the commentary of the of the actors for it, and that was hilarious in itself. <laughs> just talking about John Cena and just everyone else interacting with each other was great. Just feel too too campy to me. I know it's campy and I know it's funny, but it felt like man, they were really cheesing it up. John Cena does such a straight. Such the straight the 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 straight man so well. I think it's I think it's gonna be fun, man. I think it's gonna be a good time. Uh, hang on though, except for that's entirely not the role he's playing. And look at the some of the dialogue. What what was he talking about? Wieners or dicks or something at the end of it? <laughs> that's not the straight it. man. The straight man doesn't the straight man doesn't have that conversation. The straight but he man, says, but he he's says talking about a deadpan. It's that's deadpan though. That's different okay, than the straight okay, man. Okay. Right? Okay. And so a deadpan delivery, sure, he's got dry humor because he's playing someone who's uh, a, a false wit or he's a dim wit, you know? And so he's got this silly banter. But then every one of the characters in the trailer kind of have a similarity. So I'm like, oh, all right, you're really trying to capitalize on this funny shtick. But all of them? Because for me, I never did saw you, the straight Did man. you see Deadpool? Like where everybody's yeah. funny <laughs> and it works? Yeah. Well, the straight man in Deadpool is maybe uh, – who? Uh, there is the a old lady, the black Colossus. lady. Colossus. Huh? Colossus Who? tries to be the barometer. The black lady? Yeah, is the, the black lady? neighbor. Oh, she's not the, the straight man, Chris. She's not, no, no, she's no, not, she's not the straight man at all. So, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Chris does not know what the straight man is. <laughs> the straight man in comedy is the guy that is the thing that the jokes bounce off of. Jerry Seinfeld would be the straight guy in Seinfeld. The other characters are crazy and zany, and he's the kind of guy that represents us the viewer colossus yes. would be the straight guy if he was in it for more than 15 minutes yeah but true. deadpool is in that world he is the he's a straight guy which says a lot about that movie <laughs> so john cena might be the straight guy in peacemaker which will say a lot about the cast of characters around him it's gonna be hysterical then i it's mean it's gonna have to work least. and we got another shot of him dancing in his tidy white so if anything, that's what we needed. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's all there's there's areas for for groundedness. I think they're gonna I, give us. I, I would love if they showed a flashback and like the abuse was just him being like clean your room. The dad is like a mad supportive father. He's <laughs> 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 a really good dad. <laughs> Eat your vegetables like he's in, no, like he's dad, no. Interprets it as like abuse. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Terrible. Oh shit! Now anything I see, if it's not that, it's not going to be as funny as it could have been. It's not going to hold up. Let's get into some Superman stuff, guys. So we got a uh, go. Superman and Lois had a whole featurette, and like I've been pretty much begging Chris and Rich to give this show a freaking chance since we started this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm going to Canada on Thursday, so I'm going to download a couple episodes. <laughs> he says it every time. Every time he goes out of town, he's like, I want to watch Superman Lois, and he never <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to Boston. I'm going to save it. I'm going to watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Just, I, I'll stream done. it. Yeah. Oh, man, the internet the was so bad up Tuesday. here. <laughs> I got to make some breakfast. We also got a like a 20-year anniversary of Smallville. You had Lex Luthor Michael Rosenbaum and um, Tom Welling sitting on the couch reminiscing about their Smallville days. Jack and I was big Smallville watchers. We would race to the dorms after class or after rehearsal to watch the latest episode on VHS. VHS, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. It was was that long ago. Well, we we would record record it. He would record it. (laughs) I was. was, I was in college because I had no money. So I, I had to tell these videos. My goodness. No, we recorded it off. We would record the episode and watch it later. Do you remember that time? We're in we're in your room and Jason, Jason Moore, a friend who was on The Punisher. He's on this new Netflix series, uh, First Kill Now. Um, He kept oh, calling us. Remember that? It was on like the final. It was like the finale or something. Interrupting Smallville. So long story short, we duct taped them and tied them up. <laughs> <laughs> so on, a, on the commercial break, we went upstairs and duct taped this this guy to his bed and left him there. <laughs> Until the show was over. Damn. 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 Oh. Jack and I don't play when it comes to Smallville. And y'all shouldn't either because y'all like y'all love Loki. You love WandaVision. You love Young Justice. You love Titans. You love all this stuff. Well, guess what? There wasn't much going on. Before Smallville dropped, Smallville elevated the whole game. It came in at right, that sweet spot where TV uh, visual effects didn't look cartoony and it matched the content. And they gave us 10 years of Clark becoming Superman. That's not entirely true. They gave us four good years of Clark becoming Superman, and then they gave us six years of why is he not Superman? That is true. It's like, why is he not Superman yet? For those of you who want Smallville Superman, read the comics. He actually puts the suit on. Right. And they're also pushing trying to get a Smallville slash Superman animated uh, series or movie to see what would happen when the adventures continue. And, oh, we also got a new thing. Superman's new, new, new quote. It's, it's truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. That's the new slogan going forward for Superman. Sounds very political to me. It does sound very political. No, political is actually truth, justice in the American, American way, way is much more political and much more propaganda. No, what I mean, I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that it's more or less political. I mean that it's for political reasons that it was changed in the first place. 
or they're rectifying poor political choices in the first place. Some of the things that are changing is because they're trying to fix the mess, not because it's just it's trendy to change. Some of the stuff is like that is whack. And we what need to kind is, of not to get into politics, but what was the American way which Superman stood for, though? Not my way. To, to be fair, there was that ad from the, the 50s where Superman was like the American way is if, if you're racist or or xenophobic or anything, that's not the American way. There you go. You did, yeah. you that's did. right. And so and so what we have, though, happening is we're in an interesting time where stuff is the narrative is getting skewed to fit other narratives that it maybe didn't represent. So or the Superman, narrative is getting corrected because I don't care if the ad came out. The American way, if you look at American history, is not what that ad suggested. Well, what is the content of the character saying it? And this is a guy who stands up for the little guy. This is a guy who fights for what he believes is right. This is a guy who's trying to make a better world. That's and, the American and, way? And, and he just happens to be American, though. But that's you the know, American way? Well, we've seen a version of Superman where he it's the Russian way and how that played out. We've seen versions yeah. of these characters where they have different origin stories and how they played out. So he hap- his origin story happens to be from America. Right, but yeah. the Russian story was still made by Americans. You can say Red Sun's one big propaganda piece, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> it wasn't like the Russians told you how it would be. It was like Americans told you what it would be like if you landed there. There's so, an incredible yeah. monologue from a newsroom. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Where where, where America lost its way. And yes. How America right? used to be the best country. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And there's something really beautiful about that speech he gives because there's a lot of truth in it. I don't think that's what the heartbeat of Superman stood for when he was saying truth, justice in the American way. Although I understand that to shift it into something bigger, more global and binding us together as humans and people, which is what he's trying to do in the first place as a heroic figure. So sure, it makes sense to shift it. But I think if you go back to the origin of why that sentiment was there in the first place, it is what was in that sentiment, right? Striving no, to be something. strongly disagree. I think that Superman came out in the 30s, hit hard in the 40s, and a lot of the comic books and cartoons were propaganda pieces, and the American way was a design. It was a narrative. And Superman is saying truth, justice in the American way. That is a pitch. That is a unrealistic slogan to, to not actually tell the truth so for him saying for a better tomorrow it's about all of us collectively working together to make tomorrow better but the american way even back then was always a lie it didn't it didn't just get we didn't lose it dude newsroom's wrong american way wasn't lost if anything more people of color more we have more rights now than we did then and we're telling me it got more lost now the american way was a myth and that myth and we're too educated as a society to still go with that whack slogan uh, I feel I feel like we I feel like or I, I don't want to get too far off, but I feel like we go too far to the left and too we're almost too sensitive as, as a society. And it's not wrong to be, you know, the I, the ideals of America, what they what they what they're supposed to stand for is not necessarily wrong. So I don't know. I no, don't what know. what they're supposed to stand for is not wrong, but what they do stand for and what they're supposed to stand for are so confusing. That you can no longer just say American way without explanation. Because mm. what does that mean? Mm. So now you have to explain it. So it's not that it's about too left or too right. It's like. <laughs> Isn't that why it's being changed, though? 
because there's a, a lack of faith in what it means, right? I think I think it's being changed because the realization of what it means, the truth, it's 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 a fiction. Like there's a stigmatism with this country and what it, it stands for, what it doesn't you, stand for. Let me ask you this one. And we're off topic, but I think it might just be the topic of our content. I mean, we're three brothers, which comes with some of this, and a shot of milk, which comes with some of this. Mm -hmm. And so on some level we're talking about we're talking about Superman. Right. Which to me has he's always been my favorite character because he, in my opinion, stands for us at our greatest, meaning having the capacity to to do on to others as we'd have them do to us. And I could be just, you know, full of shit thinking that. But I think that's why I've always gravitated towards him. He's the best of us. What mm -hmm. he what he's trying to do. So how much of that is tethered into the ideology of. I don't know. I've traveled to a lot of countries. There's a lot of countries that are flawed. America's not without its flaws. That's for damn sure. But the ideology of there's the capacities to strive for something better. Is that not tethered to the content? Of course. But is it tethered to the American way? Or is well, that is just the American way? Don't know. But I think as a human, as a person, as a hero, your standards and beliefs has to be bigger than the country you reside in. Superman's way too global, and he's a he, he, and he just as a character, he's too powerful to align himself. You imagine Superman flying to Iraq saying, "I stand for truth, justice in the American way." They'd be like, oh, "I guess we got to get our guns out <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. he can't be." He Superman has to be United Nations. He has to be the best of everyone. And if anything, that's where the inclusion will come in that statement. If he's truly the best of everyone, if his symbol truly stands for hope for everyone, he's no longer just an American comic book made for Americans anymore. Mm, um, that's an so, interesting way. He's yeah, become. With, yeah, no, I say with that. No, I agree. I think with that sentiment, then I'll be all right with that. Because if we're if we're looking at our society, is the world's gotten a lot smaller, right? Since Superman came out. So you know, if we're looking at Superman as a as as part of a global society, then yeah, if you say the American way is exclusionary to people where, you know, you 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 wanted to appeal to everyone. I'm good with that. But if they did it because they're like, you know, it's just being too overly sensitive and too social social justice warrior, that's where I got it. I, I you know what's I'm, wrong with that? But what's wrong with that though? For for, I, for years I, for years I, it's been one I, way. And the American way Forget around the world. The American way don't even qualify for some Americans in this country. We're like, dude, what are you talking about? So, like, you know, why is that I, sensitive? I, I got to jump. You know, I actually agree with Chris, though. And, and I agree with the idea that our world has become a lot smaller. And as I've moved into adulthood, uh, I've had the privilege of traveling a ton to different countries and seeing different cultures and different people. And what I keep coming to the conclusion of is that we're all a whole lot more similar than we are different. Yeah, absolutely. And so if his his if if the sentiment of truth, justice and a better tomorrow is inclusionary, then you know, honest to god, I, I am excited for that to be the new slogan. If the slogan is coming out of a place of a, a political desire to not offend people but, because no, but, of what he, the, but here's because the thing the stigmatism no but the fact that there's a stigmatism the effect that the american way offends people is the problem and it offends americans that's the well, thing that's what i'm saying 
That's that. If, that may be a bigger talking point for us to get into. If the American, the idea of being a American offends Americans. No, the American way can offend women, people of color, Americans. Like what way? Like what are you talking about? This y'all still okay. celebrating Columbus guess, Day in some well, areas well, in this country. Well, that's, like, what are you well, talking that's about? interesting. When I think of some, when I when I hear the American way, and obviously again it goes back to the idea that yo, there's some shady shit in our past. And maybe it's because I'm an optimist. By nature, I want to see the good in a thing. And so I go, well, what what have I been instead? And maybe it's part of my privilege, being white and growing up in a different background, but, I, but I've been instilled to believe that there's something good that we're striving to do. And that's the American way. And so I don't know why that's not necessarily... When I hear the American way, I don't think politicians slavery um social injustice i don't think i don't think my brain doesn't go there so i go well why is it bad to say you're striving to do something that's innately supposed to be good trying to be but good when i hear american way that's what i hear i hear injustice i hear you but not you i hear you don't qualify i hear you're not smart enough because that is that is also yeah. the american way I remember having a conversation with a with a coworker of mine, and he was talking about American soldiers and my flag and this, that, and the third. And I had to, I, I just went off on him because I was talking about my grandparents, my great great grandfathers, and how they served in the army and whatnot. And you know, when they came home, they weren't they weren't you know revered as heroes. No, they served in World War One and World War Two. They weren't revered as heroes. They were looked at as they were looked at a bunch of niggers. Right. Like they went out there and put their lives on the line, just like your father, or, you know, your white father, your grandfather, whatever the case may be. But they came back and they were looked at less than. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I want to say about it. Like when people usually when I hear someone talk about the American way, they're they're not they're not talking about it in a in a in that nice warm fuzzy way. They're talking about how things used to be before others were allowed to come into their neighborhoods and such. So that's that's all I'm going to say on it. Well, that's real. Yep. So, and it's about time the damn slogan changed. I think so. And then maybe one day, once it's earned, we can go back to the American way. But if we talk about the global the global reach of the global community, then we should never go back to that slogan. If if the if America was known for being freaking Mother Teresa, and helping, then there's no way American way would offend anybody. It can't. Yeah. So if America gets to that point, then this fictional character <laughs> can <laughs> say truth just to see the American way. But until that point, I'm cool with a better tomorrow, man. I'm cool with it. Uh, DC's League of Super Pets. <laughs> I thought this was a series. It's a freaking movie. We're getting it's Rock as Crypto. Movie. And <laughs> yeah, and oh, Kevin man. Hart and the Rock are just gonna do every movie together. So is is Kevin Hart gonna pop up in the Black Adam movie now? Speaking of which, in my uh, debate question where I made the Rock He Man, Kevin Hart is definitely gonna be Orko. Orko. Throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to say that. We got to say that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I thought this was supposed to be a series, too. Is this a Mandela effect? Did you guys think it was going to be a series also until we saw this? I I think I just assumed it was going to be a series. I did, series. too. But, you know, given the nature of the people who are voicing it, it makes sense that it's not. Yeah. The Flash. 
OMG. Dropped their freaking trailers. I mean, all I want to talk about is the last shot they showed us. You know what cow, you know, yeah. you know whose cow that is. You know, and that was that Batman 89. <laughs> You don't get four of them, Jack. <laughs> you don't get four 89 jokes. But that's what we saw at the end of that thing. Wait, that was the last shot? I thought the last shot when he was taking the uh, the cover off oh. of a oh, vehicle. You're right. You're right. I was like, Was that the treadmill that he was taking the cover off? Yeah, treadmill. No, that's that right. was the Batmobile. I was going to be the Batmobile. Listen, bro. I don't know, man. Redeem yourself. I thought it was Redeem retro. yourself. Chris, it's the shape of the 89 Batmobile. Bro. I mean, We're in the Batcave. You are a Batman guy and a car guy, and you didn't catch that? Chris, I you thought, thought that was the Cosmic Treadmill? Oh, I thought it was the Cosmic Treadmill. I still think, I, I, I think the Batmobile Wait, was were you was serious? Much... Yeah, were you Chris, that oh, was the Batmobile. Wow. Oh, my God. I thought he was having a go at us. No, no, no. I, saw, I this... thought it was a treadmill. <sighs> I was... <sighs> You thought the cosmic treadmill was in the back cave? Why would the cosmic treadmill be there? Why Isn't would that Batman need the cosmic treadmill? I watched this on my damn phone, first of all. <laughs> but wait, why did you watch it on your phone? And why did you only watch it once? We've been waiting for this our whole <laughs> What's wrong? Well, I mean, we agreed to talk about fandom and you didn't think that would be a main talking point? That you have to like I, watch I, over I'm and over and I over. Didn't, I'm not saying I didn't watch it. I'm just saying I watched it on my phone. And my phone, it looks small. I thought he pulled it off. I thought he pulled the cover off the cosmic treadmill. Chris got excited. He was like, "Going that treadmill, son. I was waiting for it. Oh man, <laughs> get that, get that cardio yeah. in." It was most definitely the Batmobile. Dare I say the 1989 Batmobile? The shape. Oh of my it. god! Which one is that, Lawrence? That's the Timber. You can't do the five of these on Rich today. I'm against that. Let's talk it's about okay the because he thought it was the cosmic treadmill. So, you know, I did think Chris, it was the that, <laughs> that worked it for me. I don't even know what to think about that. Michael Keaton's doing a voiceover. That's Michael Keaton talking. And right. if you listen the to beginning. the music, the music playing throughout the trailer before it hypes up is music from the movie. Chris, if you mm-hmm. remember, that's that that's the Vicky Vale Bruce Wayne kind of theme when they're in the back yeah. cave talking, and I yep. gotta go to work. It's the same music they used. As much as I'm excited for that Spider-Man movie, because Doc Ock showed up, can we come on, man? We got two flashes, a Supergirl, and a Michael Keaton Batman in this freaking trailer. Well, and they're saying that uh, Ben is also going to be Batman in this thing, too. It looked yeah. like that was his cowl on the floor in the that kitchen. That did look like, yes, it did. Oh, and I was right. I called it. Remember when we said like that 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 Batman suit that had red on it, the lightning bolt over the symbol. Right. First off, it might be Red Death, and I said Flash might have painted that because <laughs> he needed a suit, and it looked like that world's Flash may not have jumped into being a hero yet, so he needed a suit. So they painted a Batman suit red. This is what I'm hoping for. This guy. This is what I'm hoping for. Because you see the two flashes, right? One is experienced, one's not experienced. I'm hoping that the unexperienced one becomes this universe's Zoom reverse flash. Ooh. <clears throat> that in this adventure, kind of the villain. And in the next Flash movies, that's the reverse flash. I'm down for that. Ezra Miller's new, his new Flash suit, I think it looks freaking fire. Oh, he shows man. up to the- that that's his mother, that's his childhood home. He shows up to right. Then he walks up and then it's his mom. I assume and, so. Yeah. Because the whole flash. Well, that's the whole flash. 
point. Flashpoint so, paradox anyways, as he right, tries yeah. to reverse the death. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to come for some people online right now because it's so interesting. I've been reading a lot of comments around the Flash and other things, and people are like, I'm not that into it. I was, I was unamused. And I'm like, shut the hell up. We live in a world where we're getting a Flash movie with two Flashes of Supergirl and two Batman in it, and one of them is Michael freaking Keaton, and you're watching this teaser and going, uh, it's just fine. I'm like, you are in your 20s and you're spoiled because your whole childhood you had team-up movies. Preach. We didn't have that growing up. No, so like, like You had the Avengers when you were 10, so you just thought this is the way it went. No. Amen. Our team-up movie was Lou freaking Ferrigno teaming up with Thor <laughs> and then later on Daredevil. <laughs> and that's it. And our cartoons, barely. We had like a Batman Superman crossover like twice in the animated series. Yep. This is good times. And anybody complaining about this is you're freaking spoiled. I want you to go back to the 90s when you had Batman with nipples on his costume. Batwoman freaking is getting a season three, season two for our new Black Batwoman. Say that three times fast. Black Batwoman, Black Batwoman, Black Batwoman. BBW, BBW, BBW. I guess it's not that difficult. That's not who a BBW is, Jack, but uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, BBW. There goes our sponsors. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think about that. Harley Quinn animators are hard at work because this season's taking forever, but I I can't wait. Yeah. Harley Quinn. How much of that just feels like it's rating for the sake of rating, and how much of it feels like it's content based? 7525. 100% which, which is content which? based. 100% content based. Nah, hey, come on. If it's now. for rate, then, then Deadpool is too. It's the oh, same it, thing as Deadpool. I, I'll, watch, I'll watch an episode and see where it goes. Batman Caped Crusader. The Batman the Animated Series team is back for another animated series featuring Batman. I can't wait. Early career Dude. stuff. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's going to be so freaking good. It's Batman without being Bond. Because let's be honest here. Most iterations of Batman, he's just James Bond. All the gadgets, all the toys, all the cars. But and the this money. And the money. But this, much like the Pattinson film, is like, no, you don't get to have satellites in orbit that they can watch anybody. No, you don't have a supercomputer that can tell you whatever you want in two seconds. You got a grappling hook, a freaking sports car souped up. And your wits go save Gotham. And you know when you don't have much like like technology, your belt's gotta be mad pouchy. <laughs> Cause things are bigger. You just gotta carry everything. <laughs> you know, well, one of the things they said is that some things are gonna work, things are gonna be broken, these are gonna be learning along the way. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Ava DuVernay hitting us with DMZ guys. HBO Max's limited series adaption from Vertigo is coming out. Anything Ava's touching is gonna be sick. It's gonna be worth watching. It's gonna be worth checking out. The DMZ comics is this dark, gritty, almost post-apocalyptic feel comic but it looks like what they've done in in this clips that i saw during fandom was they're kind of taking some of the fantastical elements out of it and making it maybe more realistic which could be a a budget thing also it's the same writer and what he's done is he's i think he talks about it in in fandom he's distilling some of that 
storyline down from the comics to really follow some other characters. So it's going to be a departure from the comics. If you read DMZ and enjoyed it, it might be questionable whether you like this as a faithful adaptation or you like it because it's going to diverge to kind of flush other elements of it out. Speaking of Ava, Naomi's dropping on the CW. And uh, I don't know too much about the comic, but that trailer was really cool. Well, I no, love how... Superman. Dude! <laughs> Which how... Superman? That was my question, too. I was like, but if it's a CW... Mm. I assume it has to be uh, Tyler uh, Hoechlin, Hoechlin, Hoechlin's Superman and Lois Superman. Mm-hmm. But honestly, he's the only Superman we have actually going at this point. Naomi looks dope, man. It, it was just a small teaser just letting us know that she loves superheroes. Uh, she's a fangirl for superheroes. She has her own site for superheroes. And as she's running to see Superman, she passes out. So we're going to find out what that's about. Well, the other thing that's cool about Naomi being a uh becoming live action content is it's a new comic too Mm -hmm. so it's like now we're not even we're not even establishing content for old comics we're creating content to to establish new comics yeah now let's get to the real reason why we're here in a world where villains make finger drawing in their lattes and dress in green trash bags comes the vigilante hero we've been waiting for i'm not gonna sit here and have you hate on this freaking masterpiece because this trailer was freaking fire trailer was dope (laughs) i mean that's fire dude I, i i love the aesthetic of this thing I love that it's 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 a very do-it-yourself Batman. You know, it's 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 like they took the best parts of everything that we've seen of Batman in movies and combined them. You know, he has the the, the stylized like the Burton films, but it seems like it's grounded in reality, like the Nolan film. I loved that there was not one punchline in the trailer, not a single joke thrown. And if that's the tone of the movie, I'm all about it. Although I was confused about how he got his like vibranium bat suit. Yeah, he was taking mach- full machine gun fire. Machine gun fire from like three feet away. What what material we have that is gonna let a person just walk straight forward <laughs> without getting like even deflected back from? And it wasn't just one machine gun. It was dosed machine guns right at chest. His face is fully exposed, so I don't know why anyone didn't point the gun up like even three centimeters, but okay, whatever. Here's the thing. You have to be able to watch something and immediately understand the world it's in. Is it Nolan super realistic or is it stylized? Because I don't care what Batman content you watch, with the exception of the Nolan films, none of it makes sense. It doesn't make sense how he outruns gunfire in any comic book. It doesn't make sense how they shoot around him and only hit his cape. None of it makes sense. But if they stick to the rules and the fantasticness of its world, you can rock with it. And here in this world, his armor can do that. Now, as long as they're consistent with those rules. But even in the trailer, they're not consistent. He gets shot by a handgun and his shoulder goes, it hits back. And then he gets real mad like, did you just shoot me with a handgun? And then desert, he like electric desert, zaps. Maybe it was a desert. Maybe it was a desert eagle. That joint do pack a punch. At most, it looked like maybe it was a forty 
five. It was they a small a round six shooter handgun, wouldn't it? You guys literally saw Tony Stark fall out the sky in a suit of but metal. Does that pack... up. But does that pack? You're talking that... about gun You telling me that packs there. more of a punch than two machine guns? I reasons, think you're missing the reasons. Oh, you're right. Reasons. Right. I've rescinded my question. Reasons. It's the reason why a guy dressed up as a bat didn't die the first night. All right, let me ask another question. Why is the villain drawing latte pictures with his fingers? Why do villains have their emblems painted all over their costumes? Why do villains have costumes in the first place? If you're going to poke holes about a question mark and a latte, but not poke holes about why does anyone wear a costume? Uh, you're right. I retract that question, too. Man, then. here's the thing. Y'all are spoiled. Y'all are so spoiled. You'll watch this trailer and go... Why has he got a question mark in his latte? Why does Steve Rogers wear a star-spangled costume? We know your identity. Just wear freaking fatigues. That ain't World War II. You're no longer like a spokesperson. <laughs> Just wear He's regular clothes. stuck in the time. Dude, but we don't ask those questions. So don't poke holes where there's no holes to be poked. This thing is This movie dope. looks good. Looks, it looks real good. looks crazy. Looks the I'm the tone it. of it, it, the texture of it. I mean, it's it to me. It's it's it to me. It's Long Halloween. It's Batman Year One meets Long Halloween mashup. It looks sick. I love Pattinson. I I like the take that they're going with him. I like that he's not out there for for justice really. He's out there to exercise his issues. And I think I heard the director say like, "There's only there's there's only one identity in this film." It's not like the case where like oh, there's three Batman, Bruce, Batman, the guy in the cave. No, there's like no, there's only one. He's Batman. Bruce Wayne isn't anything he's even interested in being. He only has one thing on his mind, and that it, it consumes him, which I think is interesting. Because I'm hoping. Are you guys still optimistic that we're gonna see for the first time a detective Batman? I think so. I think this I is think it. So. What I'm hoping not to see is just angry vigilante Batman for two and a half hours. I want to see like seven, like not seven, but something like that's that. Dark. Well, when in the first trailer, when Gordon brought him in, it didn't feel like they have a signal and Gordon's working with him because he beats up guys. It feels like I'm working with this guy because he does solve these cases. Like I, I'm bringing him in the precinct because of his mind. You know, that's what it felt like. Yeah, I don't know. I hope so. That that would that that would make this the unique, very unique, if we yeah. focus on him being a detective. And I like the violent vigilante part. Like like there has to be a part of you that's out of control. And even when he's walking in the gunfire, it's like, what is he doing? It's like this is a dude that doesn't care if he dies today. Like he might catch one to the face, and he's like, I'll take that. Or like that shot where he's beating up the guy and Catwoman looks up like, yo, he's going too far. <laughs> I'm like, because yeah. when you got a Batman that raw and you think about like a series, like that's a dope arc. This is an awesome way to begin. And we can see him become hopefully what he matches in the comic books. Whereas Christian Bale's Batman and Batman Begins, he kind of becomes who he's going to be pretty fast. Hmm. So... I'm with this, man. I loved everything about it. I love that that end where the penguin's like, I love the penguin. That he's the penguin, but he also feels real. And Colin Farrell's like mad unrecognizable. Yeah, it's a real interesting take on him. Or it's different. Yeah. You know, we're not looking at this 
penguin-esque shape of a man. We're looking at slightly disfigured guy, but he just looked like a guy. Yeah, but it didn't feel so Nolan-y where it's just, there's nothing about him that feels There's still, there's a style. The thing's stylized, that's for sure, you know? Yeah. And there's a texture to him, there's a style to him, but he's a, he's a dude. I'm for this, guys. If you guys saw it, that last shot where the Batmobile flies out of the truck and is on fire and he walks out and the camera's upside down. I want to see uh, the Batmobile in action, like, better, more than what was on trailer. I want to see that bat bike. Yeah. That little cafe racer joint. And most of all, I want to see Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz. Did she ever put her mask on? I don't ever see a shot with her having a mask on. In the first trailer. In the first trailer, she has her mask on. And she's not actually Catwoman yet. So she's not fully formed. She may not even be called Catwoman yet in this movie. I think in her run-ins with Batman, she'll get inspired and then become more. But right now, she's looking straight year one. Straight yeah. Selena Kyle year one. Um, she might give us the best. No, I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer was great. But I think Zoe Kravitz might give us might the best Catwoman. I mean, Content, man. The way she even just her the her face, like the way she looks, she looks like she's Catwoman. Yeah. Like she looks freaking great. She looks great. Dude, I'm all over this movie. It's sick. The Riddler for the first time in my entire life. I'm scared of him. Uh it looks dope. Because he's I'm gonna duct tape it. your face. And Can't suffocate me wait. and then cut me up. And then draw little question marks on your belly. You're a hater, Jack. You're a hater. <laughs> Guys, you're listening to a Superman fan with no Superman movie coming out, so he's a little salty at Batman. <laughs> he's a little sorry, salty. Guys. He's a little salty. <laughs> he's a little salty. Uh, but that's it, man. That's pretty much DC fandom. We covered most of it. Thank you for hanging with us as we've gone over this. Chris, do we got some recommendations? Yes, we do. Uh, since we talked about DC, I'm going to give you some upcoming Marvel movies that we're looking forward to. Uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse 2. Doctor Strange, Deadpool 3, Rich, Black yeah. Panther, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Great recommendations. Those are some dope movies. I mean, it's just a great time to be a fan, dude. We literally have billion-dollar companies catering to our geekiness, and I love it. Thank y'all for tuning in. Catch us on social media, Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're dropping every single day, all day long. Till next time, same bat time, same bat channel. Peace. Peace.